I woke up to the smell of smoke, quickly filling my lungs. I slowly opened my eyes, and I saw a thin layer of smoke gathering towards the roof of my bedroom. I called for my brother, who was on the bunk below me, but to my surprise, I got silence in return. As I quietly asked his name again, with fear now rising in my voice, I got no response once more. I figured he was still asleep. So carefully, as I climbed down from the top bunk, I noticed that he was nowhere to be seen. As if he vanished into thin air, leaving no trace that he has ever existed in the first place. The smell of smoke now overcame everything else and was now burning my lungs. My dad is probably making some breakfast, I thought to myself as I made my way to the bedroom door which guarded me from the rest of the house. I reached out and opened the door. I needed to use the bathroom before I ate some breakfast, which I hoped would be some over-easy eggs, some bacon, and a possibility of hash browns. I made my way over to the bathroom when I heard some yelling. At first I thought it was just my dad and brother joking around about burning the food, and now how we would have no bacon that I hoped for. When I looked who was yelling though, I realized it was just my father. His face was depleted of color, as if he saw the ghosts of his family members roaming around the halls, and he was yelling louder than any megaphone could have ever made him. Still thinking it was some sort of joke, I continued my journey to the bathroom. Now touching the doorknob to my final destination of the first journey that day, I decided to see exactly what breakfast was going to be. The alarm started blaring. I was finally able to hear what my father was so adamantly trying to tell me. Go! 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 The smoke was now a thick layer upon the roof. My lungs burned with every breath I took, my eyes watering from the realization of what was happening. The world stopped as my mind was trying to process everything that was going on. My dad's yells were a faint sound as my mind was going a million miles a second. His panicked arm circles trying to point me where to go was now in slow motion. As time was slowed, I wondered if this was truly happening. If this was some sort of joke, and just any second my family would jump out and try and scare me. I thought about everything in my room, my DS, the goldfish I took care of, the bed I found to be my true home. Time slowed down even more as I thought about the memories I had, the pictures on the walls, the laughs I shared with everyone. My father's voice was now gone, left to my thoughts as now time completely stopped. Is my brother safe? Where do I go? I have school tomorrow, my homework. My books I checked out the day before. The smoke was now burning every part of my body. 
I coughed and finally snapped out of the trance that would have taken over me as I heard the plea for me to get out once again. Quickly realizing that I needed to leave as soon as possible, I ran out the front door, leaving all the memories I grew up with me behind. Black. All I saw was darkness, faintly illuminated by the moons and the stars. Now they were farther than ever before. The streetlights on my street haven't worked in a long time, but there was no reason for them to. Except tonight. My dad shouted behind me to follow my brother. Looking for him, I only saw a faceless entity in the distance walking to a destination. At first, I thought it was walking towards me. That the Grim Reaper was slowly walking towards me for not making it out in time. As I continued to stare at the creature, my dad shouted at me to follow it follow him to the neighbor's house, to follow the beast to wherever it may end up. I did as I was told, and started to follow the entity as best as I could in the darkness. This can't be happening. Anytime I'll wake up to the smell of burning bacon and laugh about this dream later. I lied to myself, trying to keep my sanity. Even though the house was just across the street, the journey took over nine years. The first five years was me developing to everything, learning my way of how to walk and crawl and even talk. The sixth year was kindergarten, making friends and already knowing how to count to 49 before school even started that year. The seventh year was first grade. Some of my friends moved onwards to other adventures without me, but the ones that stayed were close, and we hung out at the library every day. Math was still simple, and the vocab words I already knew. The eighth year was second grade. Much like first grade, more of my friends started new journeys in other schools, with other friends, or just even without me. The next year was third grade the grade I was in. Now learning about cursive and multiplication, I found myself more invested in school. My friend group was smaller than ever before, but we were so close to one another. I started to write my first story about a kind teacher who turned into a monster with now the pages being burned. These years would flash in front of my eyes and leave with a trail of fire behind them. Without even realizing it, I was in my neighbor's house with the rest of my family. My sister sat in the living room across from me and my brother, who was just to my left. I heard my parents' voices talking to someone just outside but I couldn't really make out what they were saying. I noticed how the room was filled with dread. Tears were happening from almost everyone, but a sound was barely made from everyone who just found themselves homeless. 
The owners of the house we invaded offered us some juice or something to eat, but no one took them up on the offer. Every now and then they would ask, but were met with silence. After the third time of asking if we needed anything, they gave up and just periodically made sure we were safe. Then it happened. A muffled boom was heard. We all knew what it meant. We all knew where the explosion came from and why it happened. Still, silence echoed throughout the room with only the occasional sniffle to break up the tension. An eternity passed, and another one passed. A third eternity finally passed when we saw a silver car driving by. The look of confusion on all of our faces only further increased when we saw our grandma knocked on the door. Our neighbors opened it while we sat there in shock and welcomed her in. She hugged all of us tightly and started to cry. We're going to my house where you can stay the night and try to sleep she said quietly between sobs. As we were still surprised to see her, we followed her to her car in which she arrived in and quickly made the way over to the safety found in her house across the city. She made us makeshift rooms, the girls getting the best guest bedroom while my brother and I slept in sleeping bags in the playroom floor in the basement. I thought I would never sleep again, that the explosion still ringing in my ears would never settle and be a constant reminder of what happened that day. I laid down with my mind still scrambling what to figure out what just happened. I laid down thinking I would never be able to sleep again as my mind slowly drifted into unconsciousness. My dreams were normal except all of them left in a blaze of hellfire when they drifted back into the blackness. I woke up in a cold sweat. My mind was racing of what was real, wondering if what happened in the last day really happened or if it was just a dream. Looking around, I saw I was still in my grandparents' basement, that my memories are no longer physical, and I started to cry. I cried harder than I did before, crying until the tears stopped and only the pain in my chest remained. I cried until the world was watery and the walls seemed to melt. I kept on crying until I physically couldn't anymore. I looked at the wall clock, which read 8 a.m. School started. Quickly panicking about all my homework and books being burned, I ran upstairs. I saw my brother and sisters sitting around the dinner table with cereal in front of them. My grandfather told me that my mom called in for us and we don't have to worry about school or homework for the next day or two.
the next few days were a blur. Everything seemed to blend in with one another. We knew we couldn't live with my grandparents until our house was fixed, so we got a hotel for two weeks. Then stayed in a home that the owners were putting up for sale. We stayed there for the longest four months of my life. I slept in a stranger's bed, ate at a stranger's dinner table, and watched TV in a room unfamiliar to me. Christmas was spent out at their house, along with New Year's. We opened presents and watched the New Year's ball drop at this place we barely even knew. We had to wake up at 6am every morning to get ready for school and get there just in time before we were tardy to our first class. Eventually, we got to go back to our home and everything looked the same before it was set ablaze. We had new furniture and everything, but the layout was almost identical to the original, and the walls seemed to have forgotten what happened just five months ago. Yet, I look at those walls to this day, and they seem to remind me of this story. The story where I lost everything. The story which changed the rest of my life. The story that is burned into my mind. Yet, the story in which I still learn from.